people, listen up. It's a fucking lockdown right oh, now. Come off it. We're no, not in no. a prison drama, are we? We are in a prison drama. This is the fucking Shawshank Redemption, right? But with more tunneling through shit and no fucking redemption. Screw you guys. I'm going home. Sheriff, this is no time to panic. This is the perfect time to panic. So the end of the world. I ain't going with you. I'll go with child. Hey, fuck you, Palmer! I'm going with you! Who says I want you going with me? Oh, I'm the bullshit! Because the whole world got crazy! Hey! Everybody calm the fuck down. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Holmes Movies Recommends. My name is Anders Holmes and I'm joined by my older brother Adam over Skype in the United States of America. Hey! Hey, Fonzie. So, last episode I recommended Paper Moon, uh, Paper Moon directed by uh, Peter Bogdanovich. Uh, Adam, what are you going to be recommending us today? Um, one of my favourite uh, films about uh, music, drugs and all that goes with it uh, is... Um, 24-Hour Party People from 2002, directed by Michael Winterbottom. Ah, which I, I really want to watch this movie. Have you not seen it? No, I really want to watch it. Fuck! This is a really good film. How have we never watched this together? It's one of my favorite movies. I don't know. I just I remember like I remember you guys were watching it many years ago, but I just never really got around to it. I I like Michael Winterbottom. I like his his style. I was just that's just one of the one of his films I really want to see. Uh, it's it's terrific. Um, it's about the um, Manchester music scene in the late seventies, eighties, and early nineties, and it's um, the main character is Tony Wilson, who was a sort of impresario behind um, Factory Records, which put out you know the albums that were done by people like Joy Division and uh, Happy Mondays, um, New Order, of course, um, and you know it was a kind of a glorious failure. They started the famous Hacienda nightclub, which mm. was like a, a huge Manchester institution. Um, but this film is, is just a sort of capering, funny, um, like knowing look at that period. Um, it's full of the most, you know, it's just got so many brilliant um, people in it. Um, you know, you've got Shirley Henderson, um, you've got Andy Serkis, John Sim, <laughs> Sean Harris, um, but then you've got uh, Paddy Considine. Um, and, and towering over it all, of course, is, is Steve Coogan playing Tony Wilson. Um, and he, he's just brilliant because, um, like in many Michael Winterbottom films, it's not straightforward. Like, here's a story and we'll tell it normally. You yeah. know, it's a lot of it relies on, um, you know, a lot of uh, you know, there's some sort of documentary footage, there's some uh, remade uh, incidents that actually happen. There are other bits that are very sort of fanciful and dreamlike. Um, and then there are these sort of, um, you know, he actually says, he quotes John Ford at one point and says, you know, print the legend, um, you know, where they just sort of show these, they play out these things that may or may not have happened. And then all the while, Tony Wilson, the main character, is allowed to turn to us, the audience, and break the fourth wall, which is another sort of Winterbottom um, thing. So, um, yeah. a motif. Um, 
so it's 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 such a fun movie and it really it makes you think about um what makes a sudden like what is it that what are the things that go into a sudden flowering of a you know a kind of cultural moment um and the film is obviously made on a on a budget so you don't it, there are a lot of um you know there are a lot of ways they're obviously getting around the the things which and I and I think the stuff they choose to focus on and you know the crowd scenes and the club scenes are really wonderful um I, w- I think I would love to have a slightly better sense of the city of Manchester during all of this but I think that would have involved too much like pulling the camera back almost too far yeah um it, it's really interesting and sort of intimate story about like creativity but also the folly of yeah, the, the, sort of these the weird the, like ego maniacal um, approach of Tony Wilson and and also that sort of idealistic approach that they have. Um, so it and and there is like you know great sadness uh, obviously within it too. Um, but yeah, it's just a, a, a very very fine um, film. And um, I first watched it when I was I watched it exactly the right age. I think I was fifteen, and it was just before I got into all that music um yeah you were sort of slowly getting into all that stuff at that time your whole cd shelf was just filled with like all these bands from like you know stuff i hadn't even you know heard of at that point and i still listen to some of it today yeah um i mean it was it was and i i spent i went to university in manchester as well so it was a sort of it's a sound i'm very fond of and one of my favorite gigs i've ever been to was when i saw new order in 2005 with them um, and they still had peter hook which is one when you and i went to see new order once which was great yeah we did that was good i, I enjoyed that concert um but yeah i mean it really the film really captures the beauty of the <clears throat> of the music and um uses it brilliantly I, I imagine they spent most of their budget actually acquiring the rights to the songs yeah i think like um, almost i think almost famous is one of those movies that has like the highest music budget i think it's like 1.5 million dollars is music yeah i mean i think this is this makes a really interesting comparison with almost famous where almost famous is has to pick even though it you know lester bangs is a real character and a bunch of the other bands that are mentioned in the film is a real character the central band is made up and the story has this very traditional kind of american arc to it um yeah it's a good move it's a good film but i think 24-hour party people is a much more original film and a, and much better at capturing what it is that makes music and that sort of alliance between music and sex and sort of drugs and nightlife mm. and ego like what drives that i feel like almost famous only really scratches the surface like 24-hour party people has a way of delving into the good and the bad sides of like hedonism <laughs> for want of a better word yeah um, he's not he's not fear he, he's pretty fearless uh michael winterbottom he does go to some very like like all of his films have some even like even some of his other films like have like a very political like aspect to it that you know he, there's a point that he's trying to be made like that, trying to make you know he's good at doing these kind of films like comedies but he's also done like really harrowing like dramas like um the killer inside me or a mighty heart and he also did a film about um the uh what was her name the fucking case that happened in italy the the murder case that happened that the oh, amanda knox uh, yeah he made a movie about that so yeah he doesn't he doesn't shy away from like he 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 sort of goes for like controversy but like not in a, like kind of like a real sort of you know not in an oliver stone kind of way 
No, but exactly. I don't think he has like an axe to grind like that, but I think he has a sort of roving uh, artistic eye, and I think it's interesting, yeah. as you say, yeah, what he chooses to work on. It doesn't have a, a coherent uh, through line. You know, it's not like what we were, what I talked about last time I recommended the film with Howard Hawks, where he keeps making the same thing over and over again. Um, I mean, I will say he has devoted a lot of his career to watching... Um, Steve Coogan and Rob Brydon bicker, and there's even a couple of scenes in 24-Hour Party People where Rob Brydon playing a journalist gets some choice back and forth with Steve Coogan. Um, Which is always but, fun. Yeah, exactly. But it, no, I mean, it's um, it's just um, it's just a brilliant film, I think, and and incredibly funny. Um, and um, and 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 Coogan, like, because I think part of um, Alan Partridge. I think I heard this somewhere was based on Tony Wilson, or at least the kind of Tony Wilson sort of informed that role. Um, and so to have him come back and actually play the, the original part, it feels like no one else could have played Tony Wilson. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, other than Steve Coogan. It's, it's such a, it, it's like, it, for me, I think this is perhaps Steve Coogan's most iconic non partridge role. He's a very funny guy. I think he's, he's he, he could, he could do it. He's a, he's a, he, I think he's quite underrated. I mean, I mean, he doesn't, I think he's really, He's a good actor. Oh yeah, he's a brilliant actor. I mean, the, the trip. If people haven't seen the trip to the, the trip to Italy or the trip to Spain, the original in um, the UK. I mean, they're all so good. They, so um, they've done a new yeah, one. 24... They've done hmm? a new one. Trip to Greece. Oh, I want to see that. Yeah. Um, that's uh, that's also where we get our Al Pacino impression from the trip. Um, oh, yeah. I got my come, come, Mister Bond. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, anyway, so Twenty Four Hour Party People, brilliant film, um, lots of fun. Um, it'll make you want to listen to music and dance around like an idiot. So um, yeah, yeah. If, if for nothing else, that's why I recommend that. Could I piggyback on this film and also recommend a film to you that's quite similar? Well, not similar, but it's set in that sort of world of Twenty Four Hour Party People. Sure. It's the Ian Curtis movie uh, Control. Oh, I haven't seen that. So there we go. So what we'll do is we'll have a watch party the two of us where we watch this and control and then we each will have seen the film the other person hasn't yeah, seen basically yeah control uh, i'd love to see that yeah control is a great great film that that got me into joy division who um it's uh oh it's uh who directed it again it's that um... anton anton uh corbjin Corbin, or I think that's his name, Anton Corbin. He, yeah, he did. I think that was his first movie. I think he's a photographer mainly, and uh, and then he did. He's done music videos as well, I think. Yeah, he's done a lot of Depeche Mode music videos, and then, yeah, he he did. Yeah, Control. He did that in two thousand and seven, and then he did the American with George Clooney, where he plays an assassin in Italy, which is okay. And then the last film that he. No, he did another film. He did, the other film that he did was uh, one of Philip Seymour Hoffman's last movies, The Most Wanted Man, the John Le Carre adaptation. Oh, I've seen that. Is there another film similar to 24-Hour Party People that you know of, apart from maybe Almost Famous? Like uh, like that style of film or anything like that? It's it's not about a specific thing. Um, for example, um, you know, it's not about, like, it's not going back and looking at a specific time, but a film that has a similar kind of madcap sort of creative energy in it is all that jazz bob fossey's masterpiece yeah. one of bob fossey's masterpieces um i think that i'm trying to think of other films that have this kind of like rock and roll i think that it's hard to translate rock and roll to the cinema screen it really is um 
I'm sure I'll think of like a million things once I've hung up, but um, yeah, yeah, I, d- I don't. Um, I can't think of something right now off the top of my head. Um, but I imagine like the stuff that comes closest probably is like really good music documentaries, like you know, and and that's what this film has almost a documentary feel. I mean, it is shot sometimes like it's a over the shoulder sort of um, uh, fire the wall thing. Bit anyway, mockum- bit mockumentary by the sound of it. Yeah, well, of course, there's Spinal Tap. I mean, oh yeah, that that's like the that's the benchmark. Oh, how, you see what I mean? Like, there's always something obvious you forget. This one um, goes to eleven. Yeah, we had a model of Stonehenge that was in danger of being crushed by a dwarf. <laughs> that is a very funny movie. Oh my god, it's funny. Okay, so I have to go watch that again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's get out of here and uh, tell people to go and um, you know watch Twenty Four Hour Party People and. Feel the love, man. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so that is Adam's recommendation. 24-hour party people directed by Michael Winterbottom and starring Steve Coogan. So that concludes another episode of Holmes Movies Recommends. Do check back to see or hear what I will be recommending. Bye-bye. <laughs>